The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. If you're looking to locate the articles that are related to the talks I've been giving, you can find them if you go to the public calendar online and look for this 1030 program on Sunday, there's a Google Doc link right there. And there, on that Google Doc, there are links to the different articles that will support kind of be background information for when I'm talking about these last couple of months and for another month or two. So let's go ahead and begin with this chant, the five remembrances or the five subjects for frequent recollection. And for those who don't know, at the, at the bottom, the word kama or karma, uh, two words meaning the same thing, one's in the Pali language, one's in Sanskrit. Um, it means actions, even actions of thought, speech, and body, actions done with intention. And say those actions we do with intention, that leaves an impression in our mind or on our heart. <clears throat> and that's what we mean by karma. So not whatever else you've heard. It's just that when we do something intentionally, in the next moment, in succeeding moments, we're the person who did that thing, right? And it's there in our mind stream. There's an impression having thought that, said that, done that. There's an impression. Left. That's all it means. So let's do this chant together. is to use that chant or something similar to that as a daily contemplation or reflection. 
just a way of aligning with the truth of things. So it's not about being grim or negative. It's just about living our life in alignment with the simple truths of the way that it is for all of us. And the important thing is simply to sense the effect, having brought those five reflections to mind. Notice the effect. And one possible effect is that we might naturally be more curious, not about curiosity about a particular thing, but more about this curiosity about our this moment itself, and the sense of being and the quality of the mind and how it is that this heart becomes uneasy, anxious, restless, vulnerable. And what is it that supports a sense of release and safety and balance that isn't disturbed by the change in circumstances? We could say we, with a reflection like that, we get interested in the way it is, not in the way we've been conditioned to think about things, but curious to take a fresh, deeper, more subtle look at the way it is. And we don't have to go far because our experience the reality of our subjective experience is always here and now. So it's as if we're a scientist, but our laboratory, this body and mind, the present moment, it's always here. We don't have to get in the car and go to work. Spiritual work, all it needs is this recognition that right now this is how it is kind of walk in the door, just like if we were a naturalist, we don't have to travel to some far off place to study what we've become very interested in, the particular species or whatever it might be. Because as a spiritual seeker, what we're interested in isn't some philosophical point, or even the history of some spiritual tradition. As a real spiritual seeker, we're interested in the nature of what's here and now, not our interpretation. So our basic, most fundamental tool as a seeker is this capacity to open 
And we can't really open when we have a particular idea of what we're opening to, or some idea of what we're going to find, or where we're going even. So that's why we often emphasize the importance of relaxation. How can we sit at this time with the particular body that we have right now in a way that promotes enough safety that the body is willing to relax and the mind, the heart, is also willing to relax, soften, Now, it won't, the relaxation, it won't be perfect, of course. But we want to value this relaxation, this softness, this letting go. And don't consider that a small, insignificant part of the practice. In the beginning, that intention, that valuing of relaxation might seem to you to be somewhat superficial. But as our practice continues and we gain some deeper wisdom, we really begin to appreciate. It's really a value that arises out of an authentic sense of self-compassion. As if there's a deep and wise voice that says, honey, it's okay to relax. It really is okay to soften. It's okay to be exposed and vulnerable to whatever's moving in this moment, whatever feelings are arising to be felt. It's okay to release the armor any defendedness. It's as if we begin over time, and sometimes over a long time, a long time of practice, we begin to reclaim our birthright to be at ease. Normally, with our ordinary perspectives, we keep postponing ease I'll be at ease later when I'm done sitting, when I have my lunch, when I warm up because I'm cold, or when my knee heals and I don't have any more knee pain. So we keep thinking that ease is out there when I get what I need to be at ease. But with more humility, we can just be interested in what ease is available right now. Is it in fact okay to relax some more, soften a little bit more, drop the sense of me having to do something and feel the ease of having put that down, allowed that to cease, that sense that I gotta do something, I have to fix something, I have to figure something out or manage, do. That's an important thing to explore in a fresh way at the beginning of a sitting period. You don't even need to call it meditation. 
just exploring how much can be put down. Learning to be okay with what it feels like when we drop some of the doing, some of our becoming energy. I'm going to do something in order to become the person who has done that thing. And all of those stories, even the relatively wholesome versions of those doing stories, they all come with some contraction, some psychic weight that we can feel in our hearts. So as we explore being a little bit more simple and at ease with the conditions as they already are, then we want to notice this pleasure of simplicity and in Buddhist practice we sometimes call it the happiness of seclusion because we're temporarily secluded from being identified with all of our doing and becoming habits, tendencies. We're feeling the simplicity of just being here, now, with the way it is. And that's a subtle pleasure, but we need to get to know it, become familiar with that sense, that pleasant sense of simplicity that, that can be recognized here and now. And if we don't look for it, if we're not encouraged to look for it, to feel it, then we'll go on missing it forever because it's not our habit to be interested and to recognize it. So again, remember, nobody's asked us to begin to do our meditation, whatever that might mean to you. We're just sitting in a relatively relaxed way, holding the body relatively still as best we can. We're just exploring the pleasure of just not having to do anything. Alertness, but not alertness in terms of me having to do something, just being aware and relaxing, allowing. Not being in any kind of battle to become somebody, to fix something. And what does that feel like? And can you trust that feeling? Can you keep that feeling of simplicity in mind as we continue to sit? Does it have the flavor of ease and calm and peace? That's an open question. Don't pretend you know the answer, just check. So instead of habitually looking at aspects of the present moment that 
might trigger agitation and that sense of doing, somebody who has to do something. We're choosing instead to notice the more subtle but relevant experience that has the flavor of peace and ease and calm. Maybe it's okay just to be right now, not forever, of course, but in this moment for a few moments, not being a doer who has to do, but just willing to be, to be with, to allow, And if you need a stronger reminder, you could coordinate a simple word or phrase with your breath so that, for example, with every exhalation that you feel in the body, you could just repeat the word ease or the word peace silently in your mind. And it's not that you're imposing peace or ease, but you're just curious about its availability right now. So it's a gentle, a reminder just to be interested in its availability. with conditions, peaceful with conditions as they are, not in conflict with the activity of the body or mind. And that's peaceful. we acknowledge whatever interrupts that sense of ease or that sense of calm or peace. And when we notice what's interrupted it, some distraction, let's say, can it be okay that there is that distraction being known? Can we be peaceful with that too?
So again, in a very simple, relaxed way, we're keeping ease in mind. Trying to keep it in mind, however faint it might be in your experience right now. Just keep noticing it, appreciating it. And like I mentioned, if you need that more stronger reminder, just repeat the word ease or being at ease or ease with the conditions, something like that with each exhalation, but in a gentle way.
It takes time and a particular kind of effort to learn, to train the mind, to be interested in a more resonant ease. An ease that comes from the simplicity of a gathered mind that's learning that it can be content just being open and inclusive with the conditions of the moment, even if they're imperfect or unpleasant. But there's an ease in not needing the moment to be different than it is, to not be in conflict or in a struggle. And we can learn to notice and appreciate that ease and even keep it in mind. And then the question is, well, what does that set in motion for us when we do that work? When we learn to recognize that sense of peace, inner peace, calm, ease, the ease of simplicity, the ease of not needing the conditions to be different. Nowhere to go, nothing I need to do right now. the gateway to the spiritual ease is our willingness to open and to release those incessant habits to want to fix something, to become somebody, to turn away from something. We have to learn that it's possible right now to relax, to open, and to allow. And that takes some practice. And of course, what helps that practice is sensing, even if it's faint, sensing the ease that comes with it. Letting things be. One teacher sums up the practice as intimacy and non-attachment. And that's what we practice being intimate, being open, just allowing the conditions of the moment to be what they are. Because they're already here, expressing themselves, this activity of our bodies, the activity of our minds, 
as we all know, it's already this way for us. So can it be okay, okay enough to relax and allow? For just a couple more minutes, Not being at war with anything. Peaceful coexistence with the conditions here and now. A couple moments and adjust your body, stretch a little if you need to so you're comfortable.